Good morning, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you some more of the Evil Chocolate Grab Bag. Um, today I want to talk about something that's really, really close to my heart, and I, you guys have heard me talk about it quite a bit recently. But I want to talk about my history with game shows and with trivia. Because you guys have heard me mention bits and pieces of my history, but I've never gone into it super thoroughly. Uh, before we continue, um, I would like to dedicate this entire episode of this podcast to Alex Trebek. I never met Alex, but as you will see in this episode, Alex did his fair share of shaping the person I turned into. So I, I just want to acknowledge that and say, you know, thank you, Alex. Anyway... Here we go. Now that I got through that. <clears throat> so, where did I get into game shows first? Jeopardy. Short answer, Jeopardy. I remember being a very, very little kid. And the getting the Jeopardy song stuck in my head. I didn't know what it was for. I just knew that the little melody was catchy. You guys know the one I'm talking about for final. And everybody was fussing me, like, quit singing the Jeopardy song! And I'm like, but I don't want to quit singing the Jeopardy song! I thought the Jeopardy song was cool! But I, I don't remember much about it besides that. I remember the music. My next really, really clear memory with Jeopardy is seeing Ken Jennings on TV. I thought the guy knew everything. We've talked about Ken Jennings before in my list of people that kind of inspired me to do what I'm doing today. Um, we've talked quite a bit about Ken Jennings, so I'm just going to touch on this briefly. But I watched him pretty much throughout his whole run. If I missed an episode, I don't remember it. I actually remember that summer when they took their season break um, for like the college championship and that kind of stuff. I remember getting so mad. I'm like, when are they going to bring back Ken Jennings? I just, I wanted him to get on with it already. I thought, I thought Ken Jennings was cool. Ken, if you're watching this, I still think you're cool. But you're not watching this, so, moot point. <laughs> uh, anyway. But I did, I thought the guy knew everything. And I'm like, I want to do that too. But I didn't think that Jeopardy had provisions for blind players. Until I actually saw a blind player on TV. I can't remember her name. I I think it was in one of the summer tournaments or something like that. But I, I remember her being on TV and I remember somebody pointing her out to me. And she blew me away. Because I'm like, wait, how is she doing that? And then it, it was explained to me kind of how that whole process worked. And I'm like, well, I guess I can be on Jeopardy. And it's been a lifelong dream of mine to be on Jeopardy. And then when I was uh, when I was really little, somebody at my school said, "Hey, you should be on on the quiz team." And I'm like, "What's the quiz team?" And at that age, I didn't know what a quiz was. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I was little, and they're like, "Oh, you do this and this and this." It's kind of like Jeopardy. And as soon as I heard the word Jeopardy, I'm like, "Okay, count me in, count me in," and they did count me in until I graduated about nine years later. I think it was eight or nine years, something like that. 
before that, I'd attended like some practices and stuff like that, but I didn't officially compete for a couple of years. Um, in addition, and like I said, I, I did that until I graduated, fell out of practice for a little bit. I was still pretty much a faithful Jeopardy viewer, though. Every, every chance I could get, I was watching Jeopardy. So I've been a faithful viewer for years. But I never knew it was that easy to get on the show. I mean, or at least to try to get on the show. It's not easy to get on the show. It's easy to try. I can't talk too much about it. You guys know I can tell you what I did, but I can't tell you. I can't go into details. I'm, I'm under a keep your mouth shut notice, okay? They didn't, they didn't like make me sign any forms or anything like that, but they did give me some strict rules as to what I can talk about. I'm under a keep your mouth shut notice. So, we've, we've got that. Um, when I first found out that the Jeopardy test was online, I'm like, wait, what? And then I, I went online to look it up and it had, um, options that I could click on and have the clues read to me. Well, the first time I looked it up, I was terrified. I'm like, I'm not ready for this. I'm out of practice. I took a practice test. Didn't feel very confident about it. So I'm like, okay, I need to hold off on this a little bit. And I started practicing. I started practicing with my Amazon Echo over here. You guys will probably know why I said it like that. Because that thing loves to eavesdrop. But my rule was practice every day. Do the 12 clues. As soon as I get... At over half of them, blah, 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 then I'm taking the test. I thought it would take a while from... And it, it really it did take quite a while, because it, it really took some time. I had trouble with the answering in the form of a question thing at first, and I had trouble with getting nervous when that pling would go off, because I was kind of on the spot. I'm like, ah, because I hadn't done it in a while. But on New Year's Day, actually, believe it or not, this year, when I woke up and took my chance with the clues, I didn't count. I just answered what I knew, and then my thing goes, well done, you answered 8 out of 12 clues correctly, and oh my god. I'm like, this is, this is the day, I've got to do it. And then... I gave it a couple hours to make sure I was all the way awake, all that kind of goodies. And then I went on to the website, got into the test area. All I had to do was hit that start test button. I got so nervous. I'm like, no, 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 I can't do this. And then this little voice in my brain goes, hit the button. I think it was a mix of all the people that have ever encouraged me or inspired me. And they were all in my brain in unison shouting out, press the button. And I'm like, okay, just shut up in there. So I pressed the button. I took the test. And I don't know what's going to happen next. They could call, or they won't. If they don't, within the next year, I'll take the test again. It's that simple. Being on Jeopardy has been a lifelong dream, and I am going to do it, and I am going to beat Ken Jennings, and I'm going to make him hate me. I hope he gets the hosting job full-time, because nothing would give me greater satisfaction than beating his records right under his nose. <laughs> I'm a I'm a competitive person. Let's just let's just get that out of the gate right now. I'm a competitive person. You will be my best friend until you go up against me in a trivia match, in which case we are bitter enemies until someone wins. Got it? Good. 
<laughs> but that's that's my Jeopardy story and all that kind of stuff. But there are other game shows that have kind of helped me out in that path. Um, I discover, obviously, Wheel of Fortune is another one of my favorites. <clears throat> I do play along with that. When I was little, it it got to the point when I was little, you know those doors that when you, like, open them, they go ding, ding. I would I would try to play Wheel of Fortune with the door. <laughs> because the chime to me sounded like the little bell that goes off when the letters are turned over in the puzzle. So I, w- I would try to play Wheel of Fortune with the door. <laughs> Obviously it failed big time because I never won anything. <laughs> mm, yeah. But yeah, I, I remember getting so upset when I learned that five-year-olds couldn't be on TV. When when, five, when I learned that five-year-olds couldn't be on game shows. <laughs> a couple of years later, I actually found uh, found out about the Game Show Network. And that that was like... That was like, you know, get letting a kid loose in a candy store and being like, take whatever you want. There was trivia. There were word games. There were goofy morons on match game. And I loved it. And that's where I discovered some of my favorite shows. Pressure Luck, um, Card Sharks, Whammy, uh, Pyramid, Super Password. Um, More recent ones, Idiot Test, The Chase, uh, Catch-21, Masterminds. Oh, what, what else am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting one. Common Knowledge. Oh, yeah. Common Knowledge. I almost forgot that one. Excuse me. And to sneeze. But I I discovered all of those and I very quickly learned how to play along with them. A particular favorite of mine from that time period was Lingo. I didn't understand what they were doing, but it was making beeping noises and I thought that was cool. Eventually I got older and actually did understand what was going on with Lingo. Oh, and Chain Reaction. How can I forget Chain Reaction? I just finished watching that actually. I can't, I can't believe I forgot Chain Reaction. But once I figured out what they were doing, I would try to play along with Lingo, too. And actually, I've got this thing that I do playing playing along with Lingo if I ever see it. Or if I ever find episodes on YouTube or whatever. If people keep giving out letters that they've already been told or not in the puzzle, no matter what the word is, I scream out, MORON! M-O-R-O-N! Because for those of you who don't know, um, Lingo is this thing where they give you a first letter... And you have to come up with a five-letter word that starts with that first letter, and you have to spell it out. So, like, if your first letter, like, if I gave you the first letter of I, you might spell out image, I-M-A-G-E. And then I would go, beep, doot, 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 to tell you that the I was the only letter in the puzzle. And then you might come up with... Irons, I-R-O-N-S, and then I would go... Beep, boop, 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 because the O's in the wrong spot. And then somebody might have the brilliant move to shout out, Idiot! I-D-I-O-T! And then I'd go, beep, 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 because that was the right answer. (laughs) That's actually the word I was thinking of, just as an example. But I I ended up finding all of those, learning how to play along. I fell in love with game shows from a very young age. 
Um, one versus 100, you guys may or may not remember that show. I, I'd play along with that, too. And if I didn't like the contestants, I'd root for the... If I didn't like something the contestant was doing, or if they had one of those really obnoxious nails on a chalkboard voices, I would root for them to miss the question so that the mob would get all the money. Because, um, one versus 100, for those who don't know, you had one contestant, and then you had what they called the mob, and you had 100 people, and they would each try to answer the same question. And it was increasing amounts of money, each question, and if the contestant right, if the contestant got it right, they would see how many members of the mob got it wrong. And the contestant could win, like, crap heaps of money. And then there was Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I always wanted to be on that show when I got to fifth grade, but by the time I got to fifth grade, they'd taken it off the air and it made me sad. I wanted to be one of the classmates just to watch a bunch of idiots. <laughs> there, exactly one person ever won a million on that show, and believe it or not, it was not Ken Jennings. Although he was on there, he won five hundred thousand, and then he got and then he got nervous and decided to stop. I think he was just there to try to beat uh, Brad's record for all-time game show winnings. <laughs> See how it all comes back to Ken. I wasn't actually intending that. But <clears throat> it happened. Um, like I said, my, my favorites are mostly trivia shows. Stuff like that. But they, they've done a lot of work in shaping me who I am. And shaping who I am. And you guys may notice that I have gotten like overly concerned recently with the process of finding a new Jeopardy host. With all of these guest hosts that they've announced, I've expressed my largely negative feelings toward the people they've announced. And that's because, one, Ken Jennings is perfect. He's a natural. Get used to it. Hashtag go Ken. Let's get that trending, guys. Hashtag go Ken. Um, and two, because I feel like they want to change Jeopardy. They don't need to change Jeopardy. Jeopardy is fine. I don't want Jeopardy to turn into someone's paycheck and that's it. And I don't want it to turn into a news broadcast. I hate the news. And most of these people that they're wanting to guest host are news anchors. And I'm afraid that that's exactly what they're going to do. I can't say for sure. But having listened to these people in the past, they're news anchors. They are stereotypical news anchors. They like to read everything like this. And we must tell you that that is extremely boring. We, I must have a mouse in my pocket. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I don't have a hidden companion somewhere, guys. Unless you count Siri. And I don't. But I, I do worry about that. Get Ken Jennings. If you don't get Ken Jennings, at least get somebody with a good personality. Get somebody smart. Um, that's, that's my big concern right now. Is I don't want them to destroy Jeopardy. And you guys will notice that, see, I wanted to record this last week, but I was too emotional to do it last week. Because for those who don't know, Friday, last Friday, this, well, not this past one, but the one before that was, they aired Alex Trebek's last episode of Jeopardy. And that was hard on me. It's 
still pretty hard on me, honestly. Because like I said earlier, Alex was a big shaper of who I am right now. It might have been Ken Jennings that initially got me interested in trivia. But who do you think read the first trivia questions I ever learned how to answer? Alex Trebek. And that that big a chunk of my childhood just not there anymore. It hurt. It still hurts. And I feel like it shouldn't bother me in the way that it does. I'll be fine one minute and then it will hit me like somebody threw a rock in my face. Um, you guys are seeing the emotional side of me when I tell you that. And I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm not ashamed for you guys to see it. You've stuck with me, those of you who have been around, are accustomed to me. You've stuck with me for, depending on you, I can't say how long. And you've stuck with me through a lot. And when somebody has done that, it's okay to let them catch you being an emotional mess. It's perfectly okay. Like I said, I'm still not okay. It's going to take a while. I can't just get over 17 years. Almost 17. I can't get over that like that. That's not how life works. But I'm... I'm getting used to Ken. Ken fits into that role as well as anybody could. Nobody's going to be able to replace Alex, but Ken, Ken fits into it like it was made for him. Some people accuse him of mimicking Alex, and I don't see that. If he is mimicking Alex, it's because... And Alex even said this in his book. He said they were friends from, you know, Ken's time on Jeopardy. And that they, they actually, and Ken implied that they were, that they were pretty good friends. If Ken is mimicking Alex, it's because they spent a lot of time around each other. And some of Alex's personality traits kind of transferred to Ken. And that's okay. That happens to people that spend a lot of time around each other. Some of you guys have spent time around me and end up just blurting out random things all over the place. You've, you've, if, you, if you hadn't already, you've picked that up. That's, that's how being friends with somebody works. Hanging out around them works. Um, and if you're wondering the point of reference that I'm making these inferences from um check out alex trebek's book what he says in the introduction when he's about to hand over the narration to ken jennings um yeah you'll need the audiobook for that but just check it out you'll you'll understand what i mean and i mean think about it unless you're unless Unless somebody just, like, totally hates you, I think it's impossible to go through that amount of time without becoming friends. But that's my that's my view on Ken. I'm, I'm rooting for Ken. 
Um, there were a couple of other people suggested. Somebody suggested Vanna from Wheel of Fortune. I could get behind that. And uh, Brooke Burns from Masterminds. I could totally get behind her doing it too. And no, it's not just because they're game show hosts. It's because they've got personality. They've got voices that I can listen to. I'm very, very picky about voices. Especially when it comes to my television programs. I don't want to be too busy cringing at Jeopardy to pay attention to the clues and try to get the answers. I just, I'm, I'm picky. That's just, that's just who I am. And I've gotten used to Ken listening to him narrate audiobooks. Then again, I've been listening to Ken Jennings since I was five, like I told you guys. Every time he's been on TV that I've known about, I've kidnapped the TV. <laughs> but I've said my piece on that. I want to send a big shout out to GSN. They're not going to be watching this, but I'm going to shout them out anyway. GSN, I want to shout out all of the game show hosts, all of the contestants, everybody that has contributed to me making this today. I want to shout all of you guys out. Thank you, guys. You're the best. And last but not least, once again, I'd like to say a big thank you. Even though he's not going to hear this, I want to say a big thank you to Alex Trebek. And that's the end of that. Um, usual spiel, if you guys want to find me. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at EvilCookies98. Send me an email at TheEvilChocolateCookie at gmail.com. Uh, I'm playing Unofficial Jeopardy later. I'm going to try to do this on StreamYard. So hop in there. I'm, I'll see you guys in YouTube land later. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Uh, Discord, the Evil Chocolate Cookie, tag, or number sign, 4569. Uh, I think that's it, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, Skype, you can just search under the Evil Chocolate Cookie, if I hadn't said that already. I might have, who knows. But I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. There's the listener support, if you'd like to use that. If you want to get to my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Uh, if you want to do a one-time donation, that is streamlabs.com slash the evil chocolate cookie. And if you want to buy from the I Hate You Pierre merch line, that is streamlabs.com slash the evil chocolate cookie number one slash merch. Also, if you would like to join the quiz team, uh, please message me, Twitter, Skype, uh, Discord, anywhere. And I need you to give me a username and password that you would like me to set you up on my Team Talk server. Once I have your account set up, I will give you the details. I'm going to call a meeting, either this evening or tomorrow, because we need to get our details worked out. Other than that, I think we're through here for now, so until next time, see you guys!